WearMaskMarket.com, a Michigan-based company that allows you to create your own unique mask for you, your family, or business. We have over 100 pre-made designs that can be shipped within 24 hours. And if you buy one today, we will donate one. Let's work together to help others in this time of need. Only at MaskMarket.com. Hey, this is TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And I want to take a minute to tell you about POW Audio. Now, POW Audio is going to change your listening experience. You're probably asking yourself, TJ, how is POW Audio going to change my listening experience? Because POW Audio has a revolutionary design, delivers a crystal clear and powerful sound and a collapsible Bluetooth speaker. That's right, collapsible Bluetooth speaker and is designed for ultimate portability. So check out facebook.com, search POW Audio or on their website, powaudio.com. That's P-O-W-Audio.com. Because I said so? Because I said so? So what? I said I spell it. S-O-F capital T. Soft. One more time. Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is your truly TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And welcome to a IR edition <laughs> of the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. On this edition, we're going to be talking about some of the key players that are injured and will not play in the week four game against the Detroit Lions. I mean, a lot of key players for the New Orleans Saints will not be playing but I want to say thank you very much for taking your time out to check out the State of the Saints podcast. I really do appreciate that. And uh, look, <laughs> I honestly don't know what to say. Like, I really just don't know what to say. I mean, right now, the, the Saints are, are basically snake bitten. I mean, I mean, just dealing with all of these injuries to key players. And you know who that nation, you know, sometimes – you just got to say, man, it just ain't your day, you know? And the more I'm starting to look at this team, I hope that I'm wrong, but it's looking like this may not be our year. <laughs> It'll be just, just all of the bad luck and all of the things that are transpiring uh, from the fact that, you know, Drew Brees, you know, he's playing the way that he is. And, you know what I'm saying? The defense is playing the way that they are. Cam Jordan ain't got a sack. Linebackers seem like they didn't regress. Uh, the secondary they seem like they regressed, and now we're dealing with these injuries. You know, it sometimes it's. I hope that I'm wrong, but sometimes you know you just gotta look and be like, you know what? Maybe it's just not our time. I mean, but the season is still young, and we're gonna be talking about that. We're gonna be talking about some of those key players. But thank you all very much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, 
give a special shout out to the chat uh, we got speedy uh we got mr pops uh, third uh 3000 in here we got official young nola we got mike we got ball uh we got tyra what's going on tyra we got uh kai in here anthony candace uh, so thank you all very much uh, this is your show um i, I would give an opening statement just for <laughs> because i am the host of the state of the states podcast I, I mean i'll give some opening dialogue but to be honest with you who that nation i really don't know what to say i mean looking at some of these names on this list right here i mean i'm looking at them jerry uh <laughs> marcus davenport and every time i mention marcus davenport y'all probably go i said so because i said so so what i said i spell it f-o-f capital t soft <laughs> i mean basically uh marcus davenport janoris jenkins uh marshawn Lattimore, andrews pete michael thomas chase hansen who is questionable and you also have uh david Yamada who is probably going to end up playing because he had a full practice. But uh, this is this is tough for the New Orleans Saints. I mean, this is going to be rough. I mean, you got your number one and your number two cornerback that's not going to be playing in this game. So that just leaves <laughs> P.J. Williams, Patrick Robinson as your outside corners. Look, I understand that, you know, we want to root for the New Orleans Saints. But for anybody out there right now, I'm telling you, anybody out there right now that's playing fantasy football, I'm pretty sure Matthew Stafford's name is not on the illustrious list of your fantasy football teams. You know what I'm saying? He probably on somebody reserve or even in free agency. I will start Matthew Stafford this Sunday. Matthew Stafford should. I ain't going to say he's going to, but he should eat. If you got Patrick Robinson and P.J. Williams as your next uh, next man up, my goodness. I mean, Matthew Stratford might break the NFL record for most passing yards in the game. Like, I'm serious, man. The Saints, they really need work. And, <laughs> and then they go out here and they sign Ken Crawley like that's going to mean something. And you have a young Keith Washington out of West Virginia, a lot of promise. But I just don't know who that nation. I mean, I just <sighs> I just don't know. I don't know what the Saints going to do this Sunday. It's going to be a rough game. Uh, Jared Cook, him being injured. I mean, you still got Adam Troutman and and, and Josh Hill. Uh, you still got Alvin Kamara. I mean, Michael Thomas is out. Hopefully, another week in the offense. Emmanuel Sanders and Drew Brees will be on the same page. But just the way the Saints have been playing defensively, and, and the way that you know the offense has been sputtering, and, and you know what I'm saying, and not being on the same page. I mean, what kind of optimism do you have that the Saints are going to win this football game? I mean, they could win this game. I mean. You can never tell, but I don't know, man. It's, it's looking it's looking real bleak here. It's looking real bleak. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, open the floor for you all because I really don't know what to say at this point. Uh, Ren says we have uh, to ball control the clock and our running game. Good luck with that, Ren. I mean, what have we seen uh, from Sean Payton in the offensive play calling that going to tell you that they're going to run the football? These guys had 154 yards last week against the Green Bay Packers in the first half. And the Green Bay Packers didn't even stop them from running the ball. The only person, the only people that stopped the Saints from running the ball was the, was their own self. So what optimism do I have at this point that Sean Payton is going to run the football? So good luck with that. If you got 154 yards in the first half, a team couldn't stop you, and you just completely stop on your on your own time, on your own, you know what I'm saying, on, on, like basically 
you're on you're the only person that stopped you from running the football so i don't even think that's as even a possibility tall says you can say week four loss bro it's looking that way either pj or hardy i don't think there is any other option well i mean justin hardy must respect to him but he's mostly a special team player if he was any type of uh safe i mean uh cornerback he'll probably be in the starting rotation so you're probably gonna have to take the good with the bad with him tyra says regress i said it since january uh i don't know you talk about regressing uh tyra I, I gotta know what you're talking about uh rico says who that uh king says uh what up tj what's going on king uh tall says it's not we were uh dumb from the beginning tj uh we were done uh i don't know man i mean the saints always start off slow so i wouldn't say they done but man looking at some of these injuries i'm just wondering to myself how are you going to be able to weather this storm uh sub tj what's going on orland uh let's see ernest says uh that ernest ernest <laughs> that earl ernest uh let's see uh he says up uh, tj once again dada says i agree tj sometimes you just got to throw your hands up when it's a bad hand you dealt yeah man this this is awful like this is awful this is absolutely awful man look just looking at this list like i've never seen anything like this before in my entire life i never seen a number one and a number two corner like out at the same time i i just never seen um you know just a bunch of stars like these <laughs> look think about this folks i want y'all to understand what, what we're looking at here all right michael thomas had 149 receptions last season he had 104 more than the next person which was jared cook okay so your number one and your number two option in the passing game last season are out and your number one and your number two corner is out and then not to mention i mean you got marcus down because i said so so what i said i spell it F-O-F, capital T, soft. Marcus Davenport is out. So, I mean, bro, I mean, so many people. I, I, I just don't know. Uh, Keep Washington time. Yeah. I mean, but he's still a rookie. So, I mean, I wouldn't judge Keith Washington on this game. You know, if he comes in, he struggles, then, I mean, I just still think he has a lot of growing to do. I'll be ripping him says, I'm so depressed right now that I can't even fart. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be ripping him. Thank you very much for the $2. And I'll be ripping them. Thank you very much for the donation on the last edition when I was doing the interview, my brother. Uh, most of the time, I just want to let y'all know, man, I appreciate y'all commenting and stuff like that. But during those interviews, I mean, I already have like a, a conversation with some of the people. And, you know, they just want me to kind of, you know, just ask them the questions that they want me to ask. And I we kind of I let them know what I'm going to say. So most of the time you know what i'm saying if you're like asking questions and stuff like that it's not that i don't want to ask that person a question it's just i want to make that person feel comfortable about coming on the show but as time progresses and we develop relationships you know what i'm saying throughout those from those people that come on the show you know i'm pretty i'm pretty sure they'll be more comfortable with asking answering questions so i do apologize for that i don't want y'all to think that i'll be i'll be avoiding y'all you know when i have guests on the show but i just let them know you know ahead of time what we're going to be talking about uh, we haven't had a healthy o-line yet one game with healthy wide receivers now no starting corners yeah this is a dumpster fight absolute dumpster fight uh praying for a w sunday yeah me too uh but it's it's gonna be rough though it's absolutely gonna be rough uh to first be soft uh swearinger yeah it's dj swearinger pff, man he definitely gonna have to play in this game 
you know, DJ Swearinger definitely got a player in this game. Uh, hey, TJ, is it me or Murray runs too high, meaning he uh, doesn't run low enough? Well, I mean, he averaging about four or five y- four to five yards a clip. So I don't see nothing wrong with his running uh, skills, uh, Joseph. I think he runs with good pad level. I just wish the Saints would use him a little bit more. Ernest says, well, they said that this happened before uh, with the lockout in 17, the injuries. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, like, man, you just got to chunk it up and be like, man, this ain't my time. And the way that the Saints are playing, you, I'm, I'm starting to think maybe this is not their year. I'm just saying, like, you can always turn it around. We've seen teams, like, struggle, and then at later in the season they catch fire. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm having, like, negative vibes from this team this season. Anthony says all Davenport do uh, is rep the latest Saints gear on the sidelines. Uh, yeah, you talking about Marcus Davenport. Because I said soft? Because I said soft? So what? I said I spell it. S-O-F capital T. Soft. <laughs> Anthony says uh, he's an advertisement. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, he's like a frat guy that don't pay no dues. You know what I'm saying? He's like an alpha, a sigma, or iota, or omega that don't pay dues. I mean, you're just rocking the shirt at this point. Uh, Reggie says the offense got to hang 50. I don't know how, bro. Not even God can help us. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't want to say that they ain't got a chance to win. I'm just saying that it's going to be a – it's going to be rough, you know. Mr. Pops 3000 laughing, saying soft. Yeah. Uh, showing us the new hoodies and caps. <laughs> oh, man. Absolutely, man. I mean, look, the only thing he's telling me right now is that I can get uh, Saints gear from NFLshop.com. Uh, Dada says, uh, Tyra, you've been practicing that about. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess he's talking to Tyra, so I ain't going to read that. Uh, Tyra says, too complacent uh, from the head down. Uh, I, I don't know what they're complacent about. I mean, none of these guys really won a Super Bowl. The only ones that won a Super Bowl was Thomas Morstead and Drew Brees. What the hell they got to be complacent about? I, I don't know. Like, they didn't win nothing. Uh, Zoidy says, uh, I'm not in panic mode, but, man, this don't uh, look good. And still, I'm uh, to be uh, representing with my gear. Who that? Oh, man, this don't change. I'm still going to rep the Saints. I don't care if the Saints go one and fifteen. I don't care if they go thirteen. I'm still the same thing. I'm not. I, I'm not. You know, what I'm saying I'm not a grandstand up here, but I still think that they have a chance. And you know, I don't think that is is over. And I still think they have the opportunity to win. You know, it's not over. Uh, Kendall is laughing. Anthony says, "Right." Uh, so you're more worried about the defense than the offense. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm more worried about the defense than the offense because the offense has Drew Brees. Drew Brees still knows how to run the offense. You know what I'm saying? Drew Brees still can get the ball to open guys, you know? Rather is you know, most of the time it is Alvin Kamara. You know, most of the time he is checked down Charlie. But at least you know that Drew Brees is not going to turn the ball over, you know, like at an alarming rate. So I feel like if you had this type of situation and you had a quarterback you know, like like Ripping was on Thursday night for Denver, turning the ball over all over the place, then I'll be a tad bit concerned. But the fact that Drew Brees can, you know, you know, keep the ball and not turn the ball over, maybe you can control the time possession, maybe. Maybe you'll be able to do enough just to get the heck out of there with a win. For real. You know, maybe, I mean, that's, that's all I need. I don't care if you, I don't care what the score is. It could be six to three. As long as y'all get out of there with a win, it's a win. Hell yeah, bro. We missed both corners and have no Cam Jordan. Yeah, Cam ain't been doing nothing this season. 
He know it, though. This is the game that the Saints are going to turn it around. I like that type of optimism, uh, Derek. But hopefully, man, these guys answer the call and, and, and really channel that whole next man up mentality. Uh, Tyler said me. Uh, I mean, he's saying Tyler, me. Also, uh, my worries are we haven't even played some of our best teams yet. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's something. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, it's the time to get it right. I'm not going to panic until the Saints are officially uh, knocked out the playoffs. There's 16 games in the season, not seven. Jeffrey, I, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, good point. I'm not even going to knock you for that one. And I like the optimism. And I appreciate the optimism here, you know, and I appreciate the people that's looking at the bright side of things. Uh, baddest uh, sports show said New Orleans Saints 44, Detroit Lions 24. Man, nothing about the Saints defense over the last couple of weeks say anything about 24. So wh what make you think with the two missing corners on this team, <laughs> no Jared Cook, no Michael Tobias, that the Lions going to score 24? If you said 44 to 43, maybe. <laughs> Darnell says it's all good. Who they? No, it's not. It's not all good, man. <laughs> I, I look, even though the, the, I appreciate the optimism and we need that, like, it, it's not all good. It's not. Those guys are two starting corners for a reason. Uh, Blue Apple, thank you for the two, $10. He says, will the Saints ever draft a young mobile quarterback? in the next year's draft we desperately need to cause um we are in a disadvantage with a statue quarterback well thank you very much once again blue apples but i feel like drew Brees. this is going to be his last season so they're going to move on from uh him you know i think i really think so uh gerald thank you very much for your comment gerald says uh tj tj davenport because i said so Cause I said soft, so what? I said I spell it. S O F capital T, soft. And Pete are our on the field first aid kits. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Andrews Pete, he he been in and out of the lineup. I mean, we all know about that man. He got injured uh, during training camp. He came back and then he got injured again. He had a high ankle sprain. And uh, Marcus Davenport. Cause I said soft. Cause I said soft, so what? I said I spell it. S O F capital T, soft. Yeah, he can't stay on the field, you know. So, I mean, those guys right there, they've, I mean, they've been dealing with these injuries, man. So, hopefully, they can get back on the field. But, I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe <laughs> Davenport hurt his elbow. And then, once his elbow started to heal, then he ended up hurting his toe. I'm like, bro, you kind of kind of fragile there, my friend. Uh, Mark says, the Lions uh, don't need to run the ball. Just throw it up. Yep. Honestly, uh, Mark, they could have did that even with uh with Lattimore and and Janora Jenkins in the lineup. If, if you want to be one hundred, you know they could have easily did that. They could have did that with the lineup. So, uh, Chocolate says, uh, what position do we need the most? Uh, you talk about as far as the draft. We talking about the actual draft. Uh, me personally, I think we need another pass rush. All right, and we talking about the draft. Uh, that that's what we need because. I think I think we all can agree here. Okay. I'm not gonna press the button anymore. But Marcus Davenport, I think, man, look, he, he pretty much damaged goods here. You know what I'm saying? I I like Marcus Davenport. I got I like the kid. I think when he's on the field, he matters, but he just always hurt, man. And 
that is so frustrating let you have a guy with all the talent in the world and he can't stay on the field this guy is the brandon roy of the nfl you know what i'm saying that's who i think of him like brandon roy when he was playing for the portland trailblazers that man was out there balling you know what i'm saying he was out there doing his thing he might give you about 40 50 points a night sometimes sometimes i even seen this dude put up 60 but he could never stay healthy and this is what marcus davenport does marcus davenport can never stay healthy so you don't have an appreciation for his talent because you know it's just a matter of time before he gets hurt and i mean i hate to say it but it's rolling towards that that bus territory it's rolling towards bus territory. You know, I was willing to give him an opportunity for the first couple of years because you're like, uh, you know what I'm saying? He hurt. But going into your third year and you still dealing with the same uh, issues, bro, like I hate to say it, but you rolling into bus territory. And the Saints don't have time for this. They don't have time to wait on somebody that just always hurt, that's always in sweats and hoodies. Like that, that's, that's stunning the growth of the team. And why would you want to stunt the growth of the team? And uh, I, I, it's just frustrating, man, that he has all that talent, but he's never healthy. Like, how do you have an elbow injury, right? And I'm thinking, like, okay, if you have an elbow injury, they're slowly trying to get you back on the field. So how the hell do you hurt your toe? Like, what the hell? Like, you miss when didn't he miss his rookie season or something like that for, towards the end because of his toe? He missed last year because of his toe? Like, bruh, like, damn. Like, what, what's really going on here? But the Saints don't have time for that. They really don't, man, because the teams are double teaming Cam Jordan and you have Trey Hendrickson who does a good job, but he's not Marcus Davenport. Marcus Davenport is better than Trey Hendrickson. His overall talent makes him better. And the Saints are are teetering and struggling to get a pass rush consistently because he's not on the field. And it's frustrating. It really is. If you run the football uh, play ball control you keep the defense off the field bad sports show good luck with that because i don't know if you heard what i said at the beginning of the show but we seen the new orleans saints rush for 154 yards in the first half against the green bay packers alvin kamara averaged almost 10 yards a carry you had uh latavius murray averaging about five yards a carry and yet sean payton still decided to throw the ball for, with drew Brees 36 times which i completely don't understand this, this team right here is its own worst enemy. If it ain't injuries, it's the play calling. If it ain't the play calling, it's the decision making. This team right here is beating themselves. And that's the most frustrating part about being a Saints fan. It's one thing if you go out there and get blown out. When the last time you've seen the Saints get blown out? I'm, I'm just asking anybody. When was the last time you've seen the Saints get blew out? I mean, you really have to go and think. The Saints don't get blown out. They always in the game. They can play as raggly and straggly as you possibly can play, but they always in a game in the end. And it's always a pass interference. It's always an injury to somebody that could have made a play. They're not playing. It's always a play call. It's always getting away from a certain play call has been stunning the growth of this team and it's frustrating. Okay. The Saints could easily be undefeated right now. Easily. They could easily be undefeated right now. They, I, I hate to say it. Look, I understand the Packers won, but the Packers, they could have beat the Packers. The Packers' defense sucks, okay? I mean, for the most part, the Saints was breaking tackles, and if, man, if they would have continuously ran the football, they would have won that game. 
with the with the um, Las Vegas Raiders. If they would have ran the football in that game, they would have won. Okay, regardless of what Darren Waller was doing. But Sean Payton likes to throw the football all over the place. He likes to just continuously throw the football. And what makes you think that he's going to go out here and try to run the football 30, 32 times a game? Sky's never done that, despite what the Saints have went through, despite the hardship, period. All this dude worried about is trying to get the ball down the field. He's too damn impatient. And what makes you think just because we got two inch of corners, he's going to do it this time? It never happened. When have you seen Sean Payton just said, man, you know what? This week, we're going to commit to the run. We're going to run the ball down this team's throat. When was the last time you seen it? I can tell you the last time I seen the Saints just constantly run the football down the team's throat. They played against the Buffalo Bills. They played in Buffalo. And that's when Trey Edmonds, that's when um, that's when Mark Ingram, that's when Alvin Kamara, all them boys were just running the football. And I think the Saints rushed for almost 200 yards in that game. That was the last time I ever seen the Saints just made a commitment to the running game. And, and I, I promise you, man. And that was the reason the reason why they was committed to the running game, because they was getting runs in chunks. Think about this. Anytime you see the Saints run the ball more than they pass the football, it's normally when you're probably averaging like some astronomical type numbers. Like it ain't five yards a carry, it's like seven or eight yards a carry. Like they like they just like slicing through the defense. That's the only time they just fully commit to the run because Sean Payton is too damn impatient. He don't want to see those two and three yard runs. He sees two or three yard runs consecutively two times in a row. Let's throw the football a million times a game. You ain't winning jack with that. You know what I'm saying? What like honestly, what makes you think with the play caller? What makes you think with the play caller? Like out of all the same football you've seen as Sean Payton as a head coach, what makes you that optimistic? Even though two cornerbacks are out, even though your star receiver are out, your star tight end is out, what gives you that optimism that you've seen over the years that Sean Payton is going to commit to the run? Please tell me. Please tell me. Comment down below. Let me let me know because I'm letting you I'm letting you know right now it ain't happening unless like Alvin Kamara just come out the gate and break one for 55 yards and then he break another one for 20 yards. The Saints ain't committing to the run. He too damn impatient. And, he, and his play calling, if he see two yards, two yards, he's throwing the ball at least five consecutive times. Where's your evidence that Andres Pete is soft because he breaks bones? Man, I ain't got, I ain't got no time for it tonight, baddest, uh, baddest boy show. I ain't debating this. I ain't debating this. Andres Pete is soft, straight up soft. Did you see this dude, like, get basically thrown down to the ground? Uh, Who was that? I think that was by Jason Pierre-Paul. Smack gets slung down to the ground all the time. The only thing that Andrews Pete does well is be a lead blocker on the screen game. And that's even questionable. Like, I ain't got no time to defend these dudes that's soft. I like this dude did not deserve a five-year contract. He didn't deserve a five-year contract. Anybody that thinks Andrews Pete deserved a five-year contract is high. Okay, you're high. Straight up high. Like you just uh, you know what I'm saying? You just I, I don't know. Like I, I got like it, it just it's just absolutely not just a five-year deal dude soft straight up straight up 100 so dude gets slung down on the ground like a rag though and he ain't tough he not and then andrews pete is not tough at all at all like 
do he get hurt? You know what I'm saying? Like, now, I'm not even saying this because he hurt. I'm just saying it because he's soft. Like, got it, it's a it's a certain element of toughness you got to have to play on the offensive line. Like, you can't just be out there just working on technique because dudes dirty. You know what I'm saying? They dirty. They are dirty. They will kick you. They will slap you. They will throw you on the ground. They will punch you. Agile speed is just about technique. He going to just put those hands up, move out of the way, and try to do the little fundamental thing. The Tim Duncan of the New Orleans Saints. You know what I'm saying? A, a fundamental type guy. You know what I'm saying? He ain't going to try to cost you up or nothing like that. He ain't going to try to dunk on you. He going to hit you with the left to the right. If he open, he going to go for that little bank shot. If he not, he going to pass it out to Mano Ginobili. The fundamental. That is what Andrews Pete is. He is not tough. Anybody that think Andrews Pete is tough is high, okay? Pass that weed. That's all I got to say because you got to be high. Uh, it's over. It was over 300 yards rushing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The Rook. I mean, that's the last time. That's the last time we seen it. We ran for 300 yards of that game. Exactly. Over, you know what I'm saying? Like crazy. That's the last time. Cut, cut Davenport. All running backs at 100 yards. Uh, the game against the Bills. Yeah, that was a that was a game right there where everybody ran. Third string had one. He scored. Yeah, he scored like maybe like a 50, 60 yard touchdown in that game. Uh, yep. Seen to me, Sean Payton always trying to pad Drew Brees stats. That's a fact. Yeah, man, Drew Brees. Look, if you're trying to just go out there and parade Drew Brees around, just trying to get that last. That last bit of uh, you know, that last bit of talent that he has in his own, then you hurting the team. And let's, I mean, why why should we just sit up here and subject ourselves to that? This guy won't get mad at the guy Rouses because he told him, you know, he needed to run the football, but he ain't telling him nothing that everybody in, in New Orleans and all the Saint fans around the country and around the world want him to do. I agree, we need to run the ball more, but Sean has won quite a few games like that, my dude. Yeah, he won quite a few games, but is it necessary? Is it necessary? And I'm I'm not interested in what they do in the past because the past is the reason why everybody want to sit up here and want to talk about what the Saints used to do. This is a brand new season. You know, like 2009 ain't going to get you nothing, okay? It don't get you ish. You get what I'm saying? Like some of y'all want to live in the past and talk about what Sean Payton used to do. If you fast forward and look at what Sean Payton is doing as far as the play calling, he has been stunting the growth and hurting this team down the stretch for years. Okay, I like Sean Payton, but call it for what it is. Those games that that really matter, that count the most, and this play calling has sucked. Straight up, can somebody please tell me this season that you are very confident in what Sean Payton has called on the field consistently? Please, somebody tell me. And once again. Just like the Andrews Pete thing, I will say to you, pass that weed because you're hot. If you think that Sean Payton has been calling some of his best games, absolutely not. He has he has been, man, he has been coming up more shorter than Mighty Max. Some of y'all know I'm talking about the little figurine toy back in the early 90s. Mighty Max, he's been coming up short. Okay, so I'm just tired of seeing it. I, I, I'm, I'm over what they used to do. Pay breeze used to man. What you done for me lately? We're trying to win. We're trying to go to Super Bowl. Okay, We're trying to win another Super Bowl here. And if you if you're too if you're too insane not to run a football when you've been gashing a the defense, then I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I really don't. I don't know what to tell you. Uh Rosebud, thank you very much for the ten dollars. I appreciate that. Dada says Brandon Marshall says. 
uh, is best uh, Peyton hurt his team. Yeah, he do. I mean, look, I'm not the biggest Brandon Marshall fan. I think that most of the things that he say, he'd be way in left field about. But Sean Payton has hurt this team in the playoffs, man, with some of his play calling. He has hurt this team in certain situations. He has hurt this team where the game plan should have been running the football more than passing, and he wants to go out there and throw the football all over the place. I, I just don't get it. Like anytime primetime television happened, Drew, I mean, Sean Payton wants to show the world how much of a genius he is. But in the process, he ends up looking like a complete idiot at the end most of the time. I, I hate to say it. I mean, when, when the lights are brightest, I, I don't care what anybody says. Sean Payton has one of the biggest egos in football. Anytime the lights are bright, anytime the game is online, everybody watching all around the world, he makes it about him. He wants to call all them stupid triple reverse plays that don't work. He want to uh, call all those stupid passing plays, you know what I'm saying, that ain't getting no more than three to four yards. All because of all. So the commentators can say, wow, man, that was great. He want to go for it on fourth and seven when they're on the opposite side of the 50. Just all kind of, you know what I'm saying, just all kind of stuff, okay? When they when they in their own territory, like stuff like that. <clears throat> and, it, and it hurts the team. It's about him. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm tired of that. I need, I need some, I need some we guys. Okay. I can care less at this point. Look, we know Drew Brees is great. Drew Brees has all the statistical yards, uh, you know what I'm saying, imaginable, right? Most yards, most passes, most touchdowns. What more do you need? Like, we know you great. We know that you got all the yards and stuff like that. What the hell does that actually mean at the end of the day? You still ain't getting nominated as the top 100 player. You never been ranked as the number one player among your peers. You never been league MVP. So, I mean, at this particular point, so what? You know what I'm saying? Like, look, find a way to win. I don't care. Like, I'm to a point, I don't care how the Saints win. I don't need to see the Saints throw the ball all over the field. Just play some damn good defense. Get the ball into the end zone more times than your opponent, and let's get the hell out of here. That's that's all I need, man. I don't need exotic, sexy plays. I don't need to be sitting up there being in awe about what you do with Taysom Hill. Just run the damn football, play some damn good defense, score more touchdowns and more points than your opponent, and let's get the hell out of here. For real. That, that's what I want. Let's get the hell out of here. Who cares at the end of the day? Like, honestly, who cares that in week two, you ran a triple reverse with Deontay Harris and Alvin Kamara, and, and it got 15 yards? Who gives a damn? Nobody. Okay. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about the score. Somebody tell me without even looking on Google or anything like that or, or typing in the team. Somebody tell me to score the Super Bowl. But tell me who won the Super Bowl. Last year, year before that, somebody tell me what was the score of that Super Bowl. And tell me who won the Super Bowl. Tell tell me. Tell me who won. You you know the person that won but I you don't score. The, the object of the football game, <coughs> excuse me, is to have more points than your opponent. That's all I care about. That, that's that's what the point I made. I can care less. I don't need, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't need the, the, the sexy plays and all that kind of stuff. I really don't. Don't care. The New Orleans Saints out in October. I would not bet money against the Saints in October. Yeah, I mean, they've been a good team in October. I mean, they, they have been. But I'm not going to sit up like all years are different. 
Like I said, everything that we're talking about here is what they did in the past. This is a completely different team, as y'all can see. Uh, there is difference between a realist and optimistic. Yep, for real. Uh, Saints, as of right now, playing like a seven and nine, a worst team. Yeah, and that's all people saying. You know, what I'm saying people they want to bring up things that happened yesterday. I can care less about that. Okay, I don't. I, I'm trying not to live in the past because I feel like my future is more brighter than my past was. I learned from my past and I moved that to my future, but I apply that into the future so I can become a better person to not make the same mistakes. The Saints are making the same mistakes over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Bad technique, not turning your head around, getting penalties in the secondary, bad tackling, bad pass rush. Like how many times are we going to see this episode of Living Single? You know what I'm saying? How many times are we going to see this episode of Martin? How many times are we going to see this episode of The Simpsons? I'm tired of it. You know, like... Come on, man. How many times you got to see this this stuff for you to realize that you need to change it? Uh, play some damn good defense <coughs> would be a great idea. Exactly. Uh, Dave says, high as hell. Uh, Real Snoopy says, I care. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, that's that's fine, Real Snoopy. You're entitled to care, but as for me, I don't. As long as they win the game. Josh says, so you don't care how the Saints win? Since I'm from Milwaukee, I can hook the Saints up. <laughs> <laughs> with a Belderini family to help fix some games if you want. I wish. Look, I, I wish somebody need to hit, hook you up with, with, with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Need to hook them up with some defense. That's what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like go go dust off uh, Dick LeBeau's uh, defensive playbook when he was uh, coaching the Steelers on defense or something. Please. Pretty please. No, nah, I really don't. Like, I, I'm being serious, man. I'm not even saying this. I can care less how the Saints win football games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want them to play good defense. I want them to play good defense. I want them to score more points to the opposition, and let's get the hell out of here. That's, that's all I care about, okay? Like, all that sexy stuff, I, I could care less about. That, that's stuff that Monday morning quarterback can talk about. You know what I'm saying? Oh, look at the arm talent by Patrick Mahomes. Oh, look at the arm talent by Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's so great. Man, I could care less. Look. If you get the ball into the end zone, you my favorite quarterback. You know, that's what I care about. You know, just get the ball into the end zone. Let's get this dub and go home. What we even, like, if you don't believe that, would you even be talking about this? People people crucified me week one because I was talking about the Saints and looking at some of their shortcomings. Crucified me. Said that, oh, TJ, why you out here nitpicking? Why you nitpicking? We won. Now look at weeks two and three, we lost. Now the sky is falling. Now everybody won't wait and, and talk about the sky falling. Well, where were you in week one? You know why? You didn't care. You didn't care about this. You didn't care about Michael Thomas falling, you know what I'm saying, and hurting himself because they won. Now all of a sudden they lose two games. Man, we sure miss Michael Thomas. I seen in week two, man, we'll be all right without Michael Thomas. I was one of those people. I was one of those people. I seen a lot of people echo my sentiments. Now all of a sudden, <clears throat> the sky is falling. We need Michael Thomas back. We need Michael Thomas back. So the, the whole point of this is you all, you don't care how a team wins. You don't care. You don't care that the Saints look bad. You don't care that the Saints only had like one play down the field in the second half, and that was the Drew Brees to Jerry Cook. You didn't care. You know why you didn't care? Because they won. So anybody that's sitting up here saying they care about how the Saints win, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. 
All you care about is them winning. Period. You 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 ain't discussing man Drew Brees throwing the ball down the field a million gazillion times. If the Saints were three and zero at this point, you're not. You're not. You're playing yourself, and you know it ain't true. The only thing that you care about is winning. Winning is the name of the game. If you're playing basketball, <coughs> and and for all my people out there that play on the park, playing twenty one, playing hustle as we call it in New Orleans, the first person to twenty one win. If your friend had 19 and you had 19, you shoot the ball and you score and you get 21 and you win, do you care that it was nip and tuck? No. What you going to do when you go to the house? Well, how was basketball, baby? I won. You ain't going to say, oh, man, it was close, man. My friend had 19. I had 19. You know what I'm saying? He was de- he was playing defense on me. I was playing defense on him. And I shot the ball and I beat him. And it was 21. You ain't going to go through all that. All you going to say is, yeah, man, I had a good game. I won. That's what you're going to say. So style points don't mean a damn thing. Style points used to mean something when the BCS was out. Style points means absolutely nothing in the NFL because nobody cares about score. They care that you win. Saints uh, need some heat. <clears throat> yeah, Saints need a win. <laughs> I don't know about no heat. The Saints need to win. <laughs> that, that's what they need to do. Breeze has been for the longest, uh, the first uh, line of defense. Uh, go up and down the field and score. Breeze's ability on offense affects the defense as well. Keeping them on the field uh, make uh, more to make more penalties. Yep, that's true. It's complimentary football at the end of the day. It's called complimentary football, right? If the, if the offense is getting constant three and outs, it's making a defense tie because they keep on coming back on the field, right? So if the offense is out there sustaining drives, then the defense will play better because the defense is not on the field as long. Jerry says, TJ, I'm thankful for you, my brother. I appreciate it, Jerry. And thank you very much. I appreciate you as well, man. Uh, Kai says, I agree, TJ. The score could uh, be 0-2. A win is a win. Yep. I mean, it's true. Like, we would not be talking about this. <coughs> and <laughs> I know for a fact, people would be criticizing me for talking about the, the shortcomings of the Saints if there was 3-0. Because everybody would dismiss what I'm saying because they are 3-0. How do I know? Because when the Saints want to know, people criticize me for criticizing their shortcomings. So don't give me that stuff about you care about how the Saints win. You don't. You don't care. If Will Lutz kicks a game-winning field goal against the Detroit Lions for the Saints to win, the Saints will go to 2-2, two and two, and you would not care. You would not care how they win. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be analyzing the offense the defense the special team or we need to clean up the special teams or we need to clean up the defense or we need to clean up the offense knock it off knock it off everything is amplified when a team is losing because you as a fan are trying to find reasons why the team is losing that is what you do you do not care at all if a team is winning okay you you're not Our backup cornerback going to need to play like uh, they are actually professional starters and actual guard their opponents and play with heart. Hmm. Yeah, they should. But let's just be real. 
what more are you going to see out of Patrick Robinson? You didn't see out of Patrick Robinson. And uh, what more are you going to see out of P.J. Williams? You ain't see out of P.J. Williams. Look, man, look, I don't I don't feel bad about saying this, man. We in trouble in the secondary. We are. Like, we are. There's no optimism here. I mean, these guys, these guys are not good. They're not good on the outside. Let's stop sugarcoating, folks. Let's stop sugarcoating and thinking, like, if we wish these guys to be good, that they're going to be good. They're not good on the outside. Call a spade a spade. P.J. Williams has been getting burnt like a biscuit, smoked like brisket for years, years. And Patrick Robinson is no better on outside. That's the reason why Philly moved him into the inside and be a nickel corner. These guys are not good. And as much as we want to wish and, and, and wear our lucky socks and wear our lucky draws and, 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 wear, and, and carry our four-leaf clover around and and eat a box of Lucky Charms before the game, it does not matter. These guys are not good on the outside. They're not going to channel their inner Darrell Reeves and Deion Sanders for one game only. That stuff is for television. Do y'all understand that? That is TV, okay? That is TV. When you have that one kid or that one guy who sucks the entire movie, then all of a sudden you have that inspirational music that hits. And all of a sudden he working hard and all of a sudden he mastered his craft within two weeks and all of a sudden he playing lights out. That's television. That is television, folks. That is not real life. Okay. No music is going to hit. No. None of that. Okay, when PJ Williams hits the field, okay, it is going to be slow second and flower bring. All right, that, that's what it's going to be him being lined up on the outside. I mean, for real, luck is the name of a guy named Andrew. Okay, I'm, I'm just being real with you. Okay, that you know, what I'm saying luck is what they say a leprechaun gives you. Right? <laughs> PJ Williams, Patrick Robinson on the outside is not. A good look, no matter how you want to slice it, cut it, no matter how you want to say it in your mind. If I wish it, it could happen. I believe it'll look. I at one time I believed in the Easter Bunny, I believed in Santa Claus. Okay, I believed in he folks. I believed that the Easter Bunny was going to give me eggs on Easter, and I believed that fat guy, rest in peace to him, the black guy that played Santa Claus in New Orleans at the Gentilly Wood Mall. I believe that that guy was going to show up in my house on Christmas Eve and drop off a gift for me for Christmas Day. But as I got older, I realized that those guys don't exist. So my point is, I at one time believed that P.J. Williams was a good corner. But as I got older and I got more experienced uh, at looking at the New Orleans Saints, I realized that he ain't real. All right. He is not a real outside corner. So let's just let's just. Cut the crap, call it for what it is, and just hope that the Saints can find a game plan to get them the hell up out of here with a win. Please. That's, that's all I'm saying, folks. I, I mean, let, let's just be real about this. Luck will not help us. Nope, it will not. Uh, did you say Lucky uh, Tower? Uh, we, lucky Towing. Oh, we're going to be told, all right, laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah, let Lucky Towing. I mean, look. Man, there's no such thing as luck, man. For real. Not in this situation. PJ should have been gone. Thank you. Don't know why he's still here. 
paper mache Pete. <laughs> Damn, TJ went big and smalls on us. Yeah, man. It's going to be some slow singing and flower bringing when my burglar alone starts. <laughs> man, it says one and two is too early to be giving up on your team. Not giving up on the team. And I hate when people say this, man. I hate when people say this. Stop connecting my fandom to the fact that I'm willing to tell somebody that the team is, you know what I'm saying, in dire straits. My my fandom is not tied to the fact that, oh, I hope that they win. Oh, they going to win. I know Drew Brees playing like he a million years old, but they going to win. I know that Sean Payton having bad play calling, but they going to win. Look, my, my fandom is not tied to me, you know what I'm saying, being critical of me. Maybe people are. Okay, maybe they feel like they're less of a fan because they can't criticize the team and look on the right side of everything. But that's not me, all right? Because I got enough skins on the wall for being a Saints fan and dealt with so much BS by the New Orleans Saints over the 34 years of my existence. I can truly say that I can care less what anybody thinks about me being a Saints fan because real fans are going to criticize the team. Real fans, in my opinion, are going to acknowledge what they actually see and don't feel bad about it because at the end of the day they still gonna say who that at the end of the day they still gonna celebrate the team they still going to acknowledge the team's existence and keep it moving all right my my fandom is not tied to it but just because my fandom just because i love the team don't mean that i can't call it out this is a bad look it is. There's a reason why Janora Jenkins and Marshawn Lattimore are starters on a New Orleans Saints team. You cannot get a corner on the street that is going to give you the type of production these two guys can give you. They are starters for a reason. If the guys that back them up, if they were actually good enough to replace these guys, they would be on the field consistently. But they are not. So I think we all can agree the, no matter how big of a Saints fan you are, there is going to be a drop-off in production by this team. And if you don't feel that way, once again, I have to say, what type of weed you smoke? Somebody please tell me, what kind of weed are you smoking that you just feel like that you can just plug and play players and they're going to give you that same type of production? Maybe on Madden, if you're pretty good on the sticks, if, if Michael Thomas goes down, knock on wood, and he hurts himself, you know what I'm saying, for the entire season, you will probably be able to win those games because you're good at playing Madden football. But that's Madden football. That's not real life. In real life, guys are better than the other guy. And when that guy goes down, the guy that comes in before him is going to not give you the same type of reduction. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Lucky Toon. <laughs> we are better off with rookie starters than PJ Williams. He is a liability, the weakest link on defense. Look, I would put DJ Swearinger in in the place of PJ Williams. Patrick worse than him. No, he not. No, he not. TJ uh, got me weak when you said when PJ on the field is going to be uh, slow singing and flower brain. It is. It's horrible. Dead on arrival. D-O-A. D-O-A. Dead on arrival. That team when team look at you and when uh when team look at you and they audible out and you start seeing that shift and, and, and all of a sudden you telling that wide receiver on, on the flank to run a nine route because you're going up against a guy in man coverage. Enough said. Heavy C says uh 
Uh, what's up, y'all? Uh, let's see. I know TJ. I don't care if we have uh, to win, even if it's by two, by safety. Uh, I can't believe I said this. I feel like R. Kelly. I'm tired of this. Look, man. I'm just. I'm just tired of. Look. I don't care how they win. I just don't. Just win the damn game. Just. Just win the game. Jerry says we don't need luck. We need prayer. Uh, <laughs> who that family? What's going on, Chemo? Uh, big facts. Mike says, uh, uh, talking TJ, Eric Glenn needs to go. I, I'm, I'm in that, I'm in that number right now. I'm in that number. I wasn't at the beginning of the season, but when I'm saying the same situations, it's time. I don't think we need prayer either. Cause I, I pray for them and we still lost and I'm still crying. <laughs> I've been through hell or with this team, but guess what? I'm still a fan forever. Going to be one. Yep. That's the way I feel. Uh, to be honest, if we lose Sunday, I won't, wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. Even even if those – I want people to understand. Even if those guys played, there still was a chance that the Saints will lose. Like the Detroit Lions, they play tough all the time. And we all know the, when those nip and tuck games happen, funny things happen, you know. Like the team that you may think going to win, they don't end up winning. Uh, Vernon says we in trouble. Uh, Bugalusa flirts uh, said laughing uh laughing again uh the saints are a good team at this moment of time i don't think we are even going to make the playoffs. to be honest with you well it's looking like that i mean it's looking like that but i mean this is still a young season so i mean teams can turn it around i'm not gonna say they're not gonna make the playoff they, but they, I, I will concede that they don't look like a playoff team right now craig says probably going to end up uh coming up short guy says i don't know what sean sees in pj uh, I'm telling you, man. PJ got that. PJ got them pictures, man. He got them pictures. He got some some very incriminating evidence. He know where the body's buried or something. I I don't see how you keep on bringing this guy back. I, I just don't. I don't know uh, who Detroit receivers are, but I tag PJ Williams all day. Yep. I mean, can you imagine PJ Williams on Kenny Galladay? My goodness, my goodness. <laughs> tell Sean Payton to give up the play calling. Look, I can tell him that all day. It don't mean he's gonna do it. Nola E says season over. I'm man, I'm not going that far now. I ain't ready to jump off the bridge, uh, Dola. Uh, you mean found on the road dead? <laughs> forward, 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 forward on the road. Hey man, Bugaloo, chill, man. I got a Ford Fusion sitting outside. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hold up, man. Like, like I don't need it to be found on the road dead. I need a couple more miles out of it. You know what I'm saying? I need a couple more miles out of it after I'm finished paying it off. And um, we can get the SUV that me and my wife want <laughs> once we uh finish moving into our home. That's what that's what I want. That's what I want, man. You know what I'm saying? So let's not find it on the road dead yet. Let's find it in my in my driveway for a little while. <laughs> uh, season far from over. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. It's not over yet. Uh, Dre Day says Sean Payton uh better get uh his mojo back uh, this Sunday and call a much better game. Yeah, he, he needs to. Or give up the play calling and it happens man i mean we seen this with brian billick when he was the coach of the ravens you know he used to call the play for the ravens and um towards the uh the end of his uh ravens coaching career uh he ended up having to relinquish his play calling because it was hurting the team it happens it happens folks it happens to the best of us don't mean that you stink don't mean that you're not good you know I already read that one. Let me scroll down a little bit. I think I lost my place here. 
if we still the same by week eight, cancel Christmas on this season. Yeah, cancel Christmas and cancel Drew Brees and put Jameis in and give him opportunity to see what he has. Because if if you're like if you're struggling towards midseason and you're there's really not a chance you're gonna make the playoffs or something, which look, the sky ain't falling. Like I said, man, it's still a young season. But at that point, why wouldn't you want to go with the young guy? Give him an opportunity to see what he has. Donald says, man, I really think that Ken Crawley will show out and put uh, ML on notice. Chosen says, as of now, we can at least hope for the seventh seed. <laughs> but then again, we may be fighting for that if we don't change uh, it around. Well, it, it didn't really serve a purpose or help your cause that you lost to the Green Bay Packers, the NFC team, and it definitely won't hurt your cause if you end up losing to the Detroit Lions, another NFC team. Now, losing to the Raiders, like, it, it don't hurt as much as losing to the Green Bay Packers because that was an out-of-conference game. But losing to the Packers and the Detroit Lions, that's going to hurt you in the end. Maybe if Drew Brees uh, uh, can't play good, maybe uh, we can get Michael Vick to sign a two-year deal with this team give him a shot uh it wouldn't hurt <laughs> what y'all think about that brian you my guy you are my guy but i gotta pass you up uh, i gotta pass you up my friend uh <laughs> these games have been close even though we have almost yards 300 and penalties yeah <laughs> yeah man i mean the game's always close with the saints i'm just so frustrated with the saints because i see a team that could be great but it's just not clicking right now, which I don't understand. Cause I mean, it's the same people. It's the same team. They had maybe a few, a few different pieces, maybe three or four different pieces, but it's the same team. These games have been close, even though we have already read that one. Uh, long as we beat Atlanta both times, I'll be good. Yeah. Baddest says Patrick Robinson. We really haven't seen much from him because of his injury. But when healthy, he holds his own since he came back to the Saints. But baddest, when has he been on the field? Uh, once again, like that, that's the same thing. I, that's the same exact thing that we were talking about with Marcus Davin. Because I said so? Because I said so? So what? I said I spell it. F-O-F capital T. Soft. It's the same thing we've been saying with him. So, I mean, he's not on the field enough for us to really evaluate him. He was one of the best Nick corners, if not best corner away for himself. But we haven't seen that guy when he came back to the Saints. You have to admit he's been stealing money. Yeah, like if you're missing more games than the games actually that, that take place, you're stealing money. And we're wasting our time right now. You know what I'm saying? Like if it or they say if ifs was a fifth, we all would be drunk. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like we, we can't be sitting up here building building teams on ifs okay look as as much you know what i'm saying i don't mind you know what i'm saying chilling having a drink every now and then but i ain't trying to get splizzed every time off ifs you know what i'm saying like uh, uh, seriously you know like if the referee would have called the pass interference the saints would be in the super bowl you know if the saints i mean if the referees would have called the push off on kyle rudolph it would have been fourth down like I don't know, man. It's just, I, I just don't know. 
TJ, let's be honest. This is not really uh this is not really real NFL. No fans. Yeah. Synthetic uh bad um refs. Uh that's Jerome guy. Well, let me, let me tell you this. I do agree with that. Uh not having fans and stuff like that 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 helps out these teams. This ain't nothing to me but a glorified practice. That's all it is. It's glorified practice. It's a glorified practice. That's all it is. You know, like, like they have those teams, like you go to training camp and they have like joint training camp uh, for a day or something like that. And that's kind of what this is. Because I, I really believe like if they had fans in the Superdome, the Saints probably would have blew out the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers would, like Cam Jordan had two uh, offside penalties. Demario Davis had one because of Aaron Rodgers' hard count. That's something he can do at home when the crowd quiet. You ain't going to be able to do that. You got to go off a time snap count when you playing on the road because the crowd loud. So, uh, yeah, in that, that regard, yeah, it is. Everything's going to be all right. Like I said last week, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> everything's going to be all right. Be all right. Be all right. Be all right. Don't, 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 don't. Great commentary. But we're going to win. Mark my words. I'll see you Monday. Well, I hope so. I mean, I want you to think I don't want them to win. Uh, ever, you know what I'm saying? I, I want you to think I want them to win. I want them to win. You know, so I, I need that. You know what I'm saying? I need that dub, man. You know, it don't feel good when the Saints lose. Uh, we need uh 06 Breeze. Well, yeah, he ain't never coming back, man. <laughs> How that boy, uh, how that boy Richie said on uh, Harlem Nights, put your mama on the phone. <laughs> I ain't never coming home no more. <laughs> Take it easy. He ain't never coming back. He ain't never coming home no more. Don't look for him. <laughs> Chosen says, maybe we need to play Chopper style. They've been playing that, man, but, you know, uh, it ain't working. It ain't working when you got nobody dancing in the stands. Uh, Randy says, uh, Randy says Davenport, okay? Davenport. Because I said so? Because I said so? So what? I said I spell it. S-O-F capital T. Soft. <laughs> Cardell Jones. Man, knock it off. Knock it off. Cardell Jones. This man playing the XFL, played a couple games real good. Man, please. We don't need Jamarcus Russell 2.0 on the, on the Saints. We don't need uh Davenport is a certified bust. <laughs> yeah, man. He he looking like he in bust territory. Uh my brother EJ said, What up, who that's is October is getting cold. It's time to run the ball. <laughs> Good luck with that, man. Good luck with that, E. This man didn't run the ball when they had almost 200 yards in the first half. <laughs> my goodness. I wish Drew Brees would have retired. When he announced that he was coming back, I honestly was already prepared for a upside down season. I don't want to say that. I think uh, I think a lot of people were excited about him coming back. A lot of people probably wanted him to retire, but they didn't think that it was going to be like it is right now. Defense trash. Now, that's an understatement. Right now, that's a, that's the biggest understatement of the year. I blame it. Uh, I blame it on COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. I blame it on COVID nineteen. I mean, that that can be some validity behind it. I just feel like the Saints are one of those teams that play off energy. You know. Like some people, man, they can't come up and bottle their own energy. They need the energy from the crowd. They need the excitement. They need the yelling and screaming. They need that in order to fuel them to go out there to make plays. And um, 
they ain't got that right now. So because they ain't got it right now, it's uh it's hard for them. ATJ, we need Sanders and Kamara to go hard this Sunday. Who that? Yeah, among other people, man. I want to see Adam Troutman step up. Like now that Jared Cook is out, let's let's get the let's get the young bull in, in involved. Let's get the young bull involved. Let's see what he actually has. I mean, he's been doing a good job with pass catching and blocking. Like, uh, unleash this dude, man. Like, unleash him. I think this dude, I think he can handle his business. <clears throat> Drew Brees is washed up. <laughs> I won't say he washed up. You know, I, I got a different definition of washed up. Washed up to me is mean you just, you just completely incapable of doing your job at all. Okay. Little to no chance of you doing your job. I, I don't think he's washed up, but he is, he has declined. I, I will, I will concede he has declined. I hate to say this. I think a lot of people hate to say it. I'd rather uh, Davenport later than now. I'd rather Davenport now and later, okay? He hasn't had enough scans on the wall for him to, uh, to be judging, you know? Like, he he's not Kawhi Leonard, you know what I'm saying? Kawhi Leonard got two championships. Like, he does low management. You kind of understand, but look, this dude been low managing since he got into the league. I mean, how much low management you need? Blue Apple, uh, thank you again for the donation. Uh, it says, uh, Saints should have drafted Lamar Jackson looking back at, on it. I think everybody and their mama thought they was going to get Lamar Jackson. I thought they were going to get Lamar Jackson. They moved up. I'm like, man, I'm proud. I was at Planet Fitness. I looked at the TV. I stopped the workout and everything to look at the TV. I'm just looking. I'm like, they about to get Lamar. All of a sudden, Marcus Davenport. I'm like, man, knock it off. Knock it off. Jeffrey says, uh, I never panic, especially four weeks into the season, and we will win Sunday. I hope so, Jeffrey. I like the optimism, man. Keep that energy. Keep the energy. I want them to win, too. But uh, check out the uh, the prediction show on tomorrow. Uh, I'll let you all know who I feel like is going to win the game. Jameis Winston would definitely open up the playbook. Yeah, I think he would, you know. And I, th- I know he, for a fact he wouldn't be scared to throw that ball down the field. We should have kept Dez Bryant. Well, he had a torn Achilles, man. So, I mean, we didn't know if we can have him or not. But <laughs> I would say they need to call him. But, and the way Emmanuel Sanders looked, I don't know if Dez Bryant going to be able to get enough plays. We honestly don't need Dez Bryant. Uh, if we lose to the Lions and Breeze have a bad game, uh, we should be, uh, he should be benched. I don't care what no one thinks. Man, that's a strong opinion right there. Gonna read a few more and then we're gonna get up out of here. Uh Jerry Cook is out. Yeah, Jerry Cook is out. Janora Jenkins is out. Uh Marshawn Lattimore is out. Uh man, Michael Thomas is out. You know, and of course, you know, you already know uh Marcus Davenport. Because I said soft. Because I said soft, so what? I said I spell it. S-O-F capital T. Soft. He out the game too. So yeah, a lot of injuries out here. Marie, one more. This is coming from Lavelle Brown says PJ and Robinson uh, can't be any worse than a quarterback <laughs> we've been. Yeah, I mean, you would think they already out there the way we're talking about. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. This has been fun. Thank you for spending uh, your night. We're recording this on a Friday night. Thank you for spending with your truly and. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast. Also, uh, facebook.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast. Make sure that you're sending in those snapshots of you following on a streaming app 
rather it's uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Anchor FM, uh, for your chance to win an official custom-made State of the Saints podcast mask, courtesy of MaskMarket.com, the official sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all so much uh, for your love and your support. Uh, I'm looking forward to this game. You know, even though, you know, it's going to be tough for the New Orleans Saints. I mean, I still love watching Saints football and hopefully they can get the job done, man, out there in Detroit. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that?